always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the award-winning podcast, Category Is. That's not going to get old, so maybe I should uh, change the intro uh, a little bit. But um, still riding high off of my three Communicator Awards wins from a couple weeks ago. Um, also, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I uh, had like a respiratory infection. I still have kind of um, some congestion. I thought it was just congestion. Uh, turns out it was like a respiratory um, infection. So if you can still hear it in my voice a little bit, um, probably about 90 Probably 85. I'll give like 85, 90%. That's a B. You know, I'll take a B. Yeah, so that's why we didn't have an episode last week because I just could not uh, could not do it. Also, last week was our dog's first birthday. <laughs> so <laughs> he has an easy birthday to remember. So he was born, his birthday is 5, 16, 21. So 5 plus 16 equals 21. Easy, <laughs> easy to remember. So we had a little birthday uh, thing for him, and you know, d- <laughs> didn't want to be like those dog parents who kind of go crazy, you know, because he is just a dog. But he's still part of our family, and so we wanted to celebrate him. And <laughs> so the boo got this. It was like a party hat. So it was like the, you know, like the little cone triangle hat with like the little fuzzy things on the top uh, and a bow tie. And he had like some other stuff, but that dog was not cooperating trying to put that stuff on and got him a little cake. Well, the cake was for us, (laughs) but we did kind of give him some of the whipped cream that was on it. But um, he had a little cute little birthday situation and they also got him this um it's like a doggy pool for like the roof deck so in on the east coast we've been having like that heat wave more so like last weekend so you know we wanted to go outside and do something but you know in the city it's like it was just way too hot so you know we have a roof deck so we were like let's just you know kind of take advantage of that so (laughs) got him this like it's basically like a kiddie pool, but it's in the shape of like a dinosaur, and so it has like a dinosaur face on one end, and then like the tail on the other end. And he did not enjoy that pool at all. So I think the face kind of scared him because you know I like blew it up, took it up to the roof, filled it up with water, and then you know was gonna try to get him to like go into it. And so the minute he saw it, he just started barking. And then he would like run up to it and like try <laughs> try to like jump on it. And then the pool would like kind of move a little bit. <laughs> he would run away. He was so scared of that thing. So I hope it didn't traumatize him too much. But um, he didn't like get in it either. Like we had to like pick him up and put him in the pool. But then again, he would see the the dinosaur face and then just try to like run away. So it was kind of funny. I tried to get a video, but it was just a lot going on uh, <laughs> in that moment. So that was funny. And then, but like prior to that, so, you know, we did want to have the birthday for him because like even a, like a few days before the birthday, I had to take him to urgent care because he was having a little stomach situation. Um that was not, it was a bit scary. Um, 
and a bit nasty <laughs> to kind of deal with too. But you know, he made a recovery in time for his birthday, and and it was um it was a good time. It was a interesting week here in our household. But we're back <laughs> for this week's episode, and it's right before Memorial Day. Um, it's been kind of a crazy time here in the U.S., so not going to talk about some of those events. Just going to try and keep it light and keep it fun uh, for for this week. So let's get into what you're drinking for this week. And this week, <laughs> I've been drinking cough syrup for the past uh, <laughs> couple of weeks. Not that Lil Wayne cough syrup, so if it doesn't deserve no. What was it? The purple drink. Um, no, none of that. This <laughs> this week, I'm drinking a raspberry ginger gimlet. It's one of the new cocktails from the Bartesian. Like I said, I had to blow the dust off that thing after my um, after my detox uh, situation. But yeah, I got it back up and running, and it's um got a lot of fresh ginger in it, so it's pretty good for my throat. <laughs> the raspberry and stuff is a really good flavor. Um, so tens for Bartesian for this new new cocktail. It's a gin-based drink, which y'all know I'm wasn't really a fan of the gin, but you know, kind of expanding my palate a bit more. So if you want to mimic this recipe at home, you can take some gin, some lime juice, and then you make a simple syrup. You know how we love simple syrup in our cocktails here, but you can either do a raspberry simple syrup or a ginger simple syrup. And I think I would prefer to do the ginger one. So you take your equal parts of sugar and water and heat that up just under boiling and then, you know, take it off the heat and then pour it into like a heat proof bowl and then have your freshly sliced or, you know, kind of grated ginger chopped or whatever in the bowl and then just let it steep and the longer you let it steep the more of that ginger flavor is going to come out into the simple syrup so then when you're ready to make the cocktail kind of just strain it out i think um and then you'll have all of the flavor but none of the pulp from the ginger uh, muddle some straw some raspberries in the bottom of, of your glass um, pour the simple syrup that you infuse with the ginger and then your um your Gin. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake them in a cocktail shaker with some ice and then just pour it into a little glass, serve it up, no ice. And it should be pretty good. I think that'll that'll get you where you need to go. Alternatively, you could do the raspberry simple syrup. So same steps, um, just put the raspberry <laughs> instead of the gin and let it steep with the the simple syrup mixture once you take it off the stove. It's pretty good. So one of the main things that happened this week uh, in the pop culture world was that on Sunday, Kourtney Kardashian, the least interesting Kardashian to look at, actually, finally, uh, got married. So the clock is ticking on how long it'll be before they get divorced. But she married um, <laughs> Travis Barker, who was the rock star, I guess. I don't know any of his, of his <laughs> music or his songs. but. I guess, girl. Um, Courtney is what? Like, she's in her mid-40s. It's going to be her first marriage or is her first marriage. I mean, you know, tent to you, girl. Congrats. She flew everybody out to 
Portofino in Italy, which is a, the pictures of the location look stunning. Like if you're going to wait this long to get married, you might as well do it, do it up, girl. And I'm not mad at that. You know, when you got Kardashian level money, honey, you can have you a platinum wedding. Remember that show Platinum Weddings that used to come on? What was it? Maybe it was TLC. Uh, I feel like it was TLC. Um, but yeah, it was just these like lavish weddings. They would have a lot of like Middle Eastern weddings, a lot of Indian weddings, because they always have like a multiple day of like wedding events and they would have like elephants and like helicopters all kind of crazy shit going on but yeah it was just like opulence uh it was kind of tacky but you know nouveau riche but you know when you're on that like kardashian level you can afford to have a week-long event and then let's be honest they got a lot of this stuff comped anyway because you know the designers and the the venues they want to be kardashian adjacent so they probably comped them a little a little few days here and there or whatever but the location looked stunning the <laughs> let's talk about the fashions it was dolce and gabbana down everybody had gowns gowns beautiful gowns <laughs> well not all of them were beautiful i take that back um yeah no nah, girl she wore a mini dress to get married in i think the whole focal point of the look was supposed to be the veil which was like this almost cathedral length veil. It had like this very detailed embroidery of the, um, like the Virgin Mary on the back. But I'm like, girl, you 43, you got three kids. Ain't nothing virgin about none of this. Like the jig is up, honey. Kim had on like this um, really, it was very kind of goth also. Like she had on this black dress and it was like very like uh, lacy and embroidery. Courtney had on like a costume like I I don't know what that was and the only two who looked like semi-decent well they actually looked decent I'll take I'll take that back were uh Kendall and Kylie they had on like normal dresses Dolce & Gabbana custom <laughs> that they couldn't walk up the stairs in but it was like hand-painted flowers and it looked they looked good I'll give them that but I just don't understand and I think, you know, maybe maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's a, I don't know. I haven't been married. But I know when people get married, you know, it's like we're of a certain age. Like, he's been married before. His kids are grown. It's like, who is all of this for? They claim it's not for the cameras. But I can't help but believe that it is. Like... Just because of the level of grandeur that it was given. Like, uh, girl, I guess. But has anybody checked on Scott Disick? That's the real question. I know he's somewhere in his feelings real deep right about now. And so what else is going on in the world of pop culture and entertainment? The Ellen DeGeneres show is ending after 19 years on TV. Couldn't quite make it a 20, but you got to be nicer to people, girl. Um, following the whole workplace um, toxic environment situation, I was actually surprised that the show even came back because, you know, once those kind of allegations and investigations start going on, like, girl, it's a wrap. So she's lucky she even got the opportunity to come back. And then, you know, also we're dealing with the COVID health situation. So 
yeah, it would have been probably a smarter idea to kind of just not bring it back at all. But then I don't know what those contracts look like. And it's probably cheaper to keep her on for one more season than go through litigation and all kind of other stuff. But the season, like, I don't think anybody was really checking for this past season anyway. Um, Because it was almost like a soft cancellation anyway, because nothing was really coming out of the show. You know, it'd be like the place that the Kardashians go whenever they have something going on or when they have nothing going on because it's just like free publicity and they use it to promote the new show that came out, which, you know, is also one of the reasons that the people are saying that Courtney's wedding is this relationship and wedding is fake is just for the, the cameras because yeah, they do have this new show coming out and they're trying to sell it. And Chris is a very smart business oriented woman. So, um, yeah, there were just like all these articles that came out saying how the Ellen show, you know, unceremoniously kind of ended. And, you know, it just goes back to that old saying, you want to leave the people begging for more, not asking for less. And after that whole situation came out, I probably would have just seen the writing on the wall and be like, nah, girl, like y'all can just buy me out of this contract because I ain't coming back. Because now your legacy is tarnished. And to go out with poor ratings on the show that, you know, people have this negative connotation of you now anyway, it's just not a good look. And I don't know what, how this sets you up for your next move. You know, we all love a comeback story, but maybe she's hoping for a Netflix special or <laughs> hell. At this point, she'll probably take a Lifetime movie, but. I don't even see that happening. And it's sad to say because, you know, I think people were rooting for Ellen. Everyone wanted to kind of make up for that whole, you know, she was the first. Was she the first? When she came out on her um, sitcom and then that got canceled and then people kind of felt bad and like, oh, maybe we are homophobic. You know, just kind of had this national kind of reckoning with a lot of issues and so she kind of became the face of that. But then I feel like she aligned herself with more of the power. Like, she, the power game went to her head, I think. And then, you know, she became the white Oprah, <laughs> in a sense. Because, you know, after Oprah's show ended, then, you know, Ellen's show kind of took that, that time slot. And then she, in a way, mimicked... Oprah's success and you know the style and format of of the you know always giving out those checks <laughs> to people. She didn't quite have the you get a car, you get a car, everybody gets a car moment. But people kind of consider them like in the same, you know, on the same wavelength to an extent. But good luck, girl. I mean, we'll see what you got um coming up. The only person I'm worried about is Twitch because I don't know what he got going on or lined up. You know, he got all them kids too. And I don't even know, does so, so You Think You Can Dance, does that even come on anymore? I don't know. But Dancing with the Stars probably hiring. <laughs> you know, they just moved to, to streaming. And I heard a lot of the dancers are leaving, but we'll see. And now let's move into the next part of the show. It's time for I Said What I Said. And my I Said What I Said for this week is, you know, we had the primaries, or it's primary season um, here in the U.S., meaning it's like the first round of kind of elections and then 
the people who win the primaries go on to like the general ballot um, in November. So primary season, we had our primaries in Pennsylvania. We had them last week. And, you know, there's a couple things I typically don't like to talk about on the show. That's politics, religion, <laughs> and Beyonce. I don't like to debate those three things. Everybody, you have your opinion about them. But um, this is my I Say What I Said for this week. So on the ballot, we had um, primaries for governors, uh, senators, um representatives things like that so there was one so there was one candidate for senate who on paper i should be his prime like number one constituent he's black he's gay he's young so it's like you know these three things that you know i should probably be able to connect with him the most of of any of the candidates on the ballot but i did not vote for him for probably the most petty reason anybody can think of so I should, I'm not going to tell you exactly who it was, but you probably figured it out already. <laughs> but he, I didn't vote for him for this reason. So he actually lived um, across the street from me when I lived in my old apartment, like before we moved uh, into the house that we bought a couple years ago. So he, this guy, this candidate, he is a state representative now. So, you know, he's an elected official. Um, and he represented my district because, you know, you have to represent the district, the, the area in which you live. He literally lived across, well, it's technically on the next block. So, but it was across the street. <laughs> so it wasn't directly across the street, meaning like, you know, I could look out onto his, um, I could look out my window and see like his house. He was on the next block, which means still on the same street but like down the block and in philadelphia we get kind of we get very territorial with these kind of um locations and things like that so he lived on the next on the same street but on the next block of that street so if i live on main street one runs east to west i live on the first block he lives on the second block if <laughs> that that helps you out but anyway we would see each other all the time but he never spoke to me. Anytime I would speak to him, he would never speak back. Right? So th that's odd. Like, he's, like I said, he's an elected official. People, you know him, not just, you know, because he's a state representative, but you see him down to the bar, out at the restaurant, and be like, oh, hey, crickets. Pass by him on the sidewalk. Hey, so-and-so, crickets. I'm like, one, that's rude and that's disrespectful. So, no, I'm not going to vote for you because how are you going to represent the people and you can't even speak to the people that you're supposed to be representing? Like, nah, girl, miss me with that. I don't care how qualified you are. I don't care what you're trying to do down to the Senate. But that's just common courtesy and respect and decency and if you ain't got that you ain't got my vote so call me petty if you want but we won't be calling you senator because you lost that thing <laughs> anyway you came in i think he did okay he came in like third or fourth place but he probably would have got a lot more votes if he just changed that little nasty attitude and speak to people and that was a big thing especially black people like that was a big thing on college in um college because i went to a 
predominantly white school. And the one thing that any black person on the campus would tell you, or the down black people would say, if you see another black person, you just speak to them. Like you don't have to like them. You don't have to carry on a conversation. You don't have to be their best friend. If we're passing by each other, just say, hey, and keep it moving. Like that's baseline, baseline, common courtesy. And he couldn't even do that, girl. So good luck next time. Probably won't get my vote then either. <laughs> Let's move on to tens, tens, tens across the board. And this week, my tens is going to a piece of artwork. It's called The Sugar Shack. It is a 1976 painting by former professional football player Ernie Barnes. The Sugar Shack, which depicts a dance hall filled with vibrantly drawn black dancers, elongated as they move to the rhythms of R&B, was inspired by Barnes's childhood memories growing up in North Carolina, and is painted in the style that has come to be known as the Black Romantic. It was used, and this is probably where most people recognize it from, um, the sitcom Good Times. It was featured in the opening credits and the closing credits, and it was kind of alluded to they said that JJ um painted it because he was supposed to be a painter or artist in the show but um it was like hanging up on the wall and then Marvin Gaye also used it as an album cover so the Sugar Shack painting itself went on auction at New York's uh Christie's auction house where it sold for 15.3 million dollars the initial estimate for the auction was saying it was only going to sell for $200,000 and ended up selling for 76 times higher than that amount, which is crazy. So tens to the Sugar Shack and tens to artist Ernie Barnes. He actually died in 2009 from leukemia. But that piece is a piece of Black history for sure. All right, y'all, that wraps it up for this week. I'm going to get on out of here because my throat is starting to get a little scratchy once again. But it's the 25th episode. We're halfway through the season. So join me next week. We'll do something a little fun uh, to kind of celebrate the second half of the season. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 